0: Welcome to Fishing Without Bait, A Lifetime Without Definitive Expectations, where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness, where we help people to develop a mind of knowledge rather than a mind of uncertainty. And today we're continuing our conversation with our good friend Katie as we discuss the ins and outs, inequities, and benefits of the American health system.
1: And another thing, like living in this cancer world and talking and having, you know, these interactions, you learn I am very lucky for my skin tone that I will probably most likely my symptoms will be taken seriously because people of color will go to the doctors. And I mean, for the longest time, the books would say, well, black people have a higher pain tolerance or, you know, that's how they could just these horrible things that you read about and you learn about. And so, like, even them asking for help in the cancer world, like, I think something is wrong. Well, maybe it's this. And, like, listening to, and one of my friends specifically, who we lost, was a situation like this. Because her symptoms weren't taken seriously when she asked.
0: That's tragic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely tragic. But people, as we say, often say in the 12-step world, Katie... People have quick forgetters, mm-hmm. and it's on to the next tragedy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we feel so bad, and perhaps a little outraged with that one until the next tragedy occurs five minutes
1: later. Yeah, seriously.
0: So, I don't know when we lost the thought that human life was precious and important. I I don't
1: I don't even. It, it's so wild to see it and to see who's prioritized. And it's just like, what year is this? You know, where I thought we were, we, you, you think you things have come so far and then you're like, oh no.
0: So what you're describing is something that people again avoid and deny is white privilege. Mm-hmm. Very so much. you're an attractive young blonde white girl.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to listen to me. You're going to take my symptoms seriously and having friends who are not and listening to them and the conversations that they have to have. And like the dismissal of their symptoms is just like, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I I just, there's not words because it's just like, this is not, this is not how this is supposed to happen. You're supposed to, you say you offer everybody care, but you're not.
0: So you were born the way you are by an accident of birth. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any magic karma. In the sky, that said, this person deserves to be this. Mm -hmm. It's through an accident of birth. And again, you know, the Bible's Jesus based everything on love, compassion, and forgiveness. Uh, We did a podcast a while ago, Katie, on the Good Samaritan, where Jesus told that story to illustrate how the high and mighty and the so called religious individuals weren't following their own thoughts
1: and it's it's just unreal that folks are just this is but this is how i interpret this and this is
0: <laughs> well yes but however you're an insider on this
1: yeah I, un, unfortunately i have the insider information on yes this. you
0: do you have <laughs> you have that knowledge but when you try to get it across to people sometimes view us view myself uh, as uh radicals
1: Mm-hmm. And especially when you start talking about the access to care based upon like where you live, and you'll notice there's concentrations of um, r- world famous healthcare centers in certain areas and not in others. And that is, it's just, there's so many, I don't want, I don't know what the word is, like, I don't know, like gateways, like the, the gatekeepers where, to get to somewhere like, for example, for like UPMC in Pittsburgh, we'll use them as an example, is you have to be able to get downtown Pittsburgh. You have to be able to pay for parking. You have to be able to pay for the appointment. Like there's all these little itty bitty steps that people just don't realize because they're they're not seeing the whole picture. They're just seeing like this, this happens and then this happens. Everybody's better.
0: So what these people are being told is their life isn't worth the effort.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, I don't know how how you you try to recover from something like cancer when you're being in not directly indirectly told that.
0: Well, we can talk about outrage, but what like what we say in a twelve step world, we say okay, what can you do about it? What do you want to do about it? So, what what can be done, Katie? What's what's in your mind? What's in your thoughts?
1: For me, it's telling the stories and how important it is to tell the stories and to listen before you can tell anybody a story. You have to first listen and really listen. Don't just kind of hear what you want to hear, but to listen to what they're actually saying and and then being able to have conversations with other folks, whether you're on a podcast or you're someone asks you a question about, you know, being involved with cancer, like being able to say this is my experience, but this is unique because other folks are living these realities.
0: Yes, and, you know, the Bible's Jesus said, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, that you do unto me. Um, my Our own thoughts on this show that we've put forth many times if there's some type of reward when we cross over and leave this world, this uh, Creator, the Divine, may ask a person, I gave you gifts, talents, and abilities. What would you do with them? Not how many what did not about other aspects of their life. You were given gifts, talents, and abilities. What did you do with them? My own thoughts are that, in my practice anyway, the only admission fee there, just like for this show, is the honesty, open-mindedness, and the willingness to try. And the, the Creator may say to this person, I sent one of the neediest of my children to you and you turned them away. Explain yourself. What what would happen if that would happen? The creator would say, I sent one of the neediest of my children to you and you turned them away.
1: It's just, I, I don't, like, I don't know how people could do that. Like, I just, this is, somebody needs you who's willing to ask you, especially for help, and for you to just dismiss them is just, it's horrifying, you know? <laughs> it just it's unconscionable. And I we're lucky to have our gifts. We're lucky to be given and and I think in in talking about gifts like finding what yours are and how you can use it to help somebody else is huge. And I think for me with this whole cancer thing was being able like I'm a storyteller. That's that's what I do. That's you know, I love data and digital storytelling. And that's, I love small, you know, helping small businesses or whatever We're, I can work with, um, tell, you know, helping them tell their stories and then which translates into marketing. Yay. And I think for me being able to use those talents to help, I like to help my young adult cancer group. Like how, how can I help them?
0: So tell us about these, this young, uh, adult cancer group, Katie.
1: So I have a few that I'm involved with and um, some of them are specific to breast cancer. Some are specific to just all young adult cancers. And um, what they do is they just give you a place and a space where people get it and understand that um, young adult cancer is definitely, it's different than like pediatric cancer. It's different than older adults who have cancer. Like this is like sweet spot of where you're supposed to be starting your life and like all these things. And now you're stuck with cancer and trying to navigate that and the rest of these challenges of this age. But I think it's it's a place where you kind of feel that you belong and mm. can be honest. I think that's the other thing is it's a safe space where you can be honest because it's not all sunshine and rainbows.
0: <laughs> so it's like a, walking into a 12-step room where you don't have to explain why you're there.
1: Yep, exactly. You do not, you just... You can say how you're feeling, and no matter, and because things get this is this is the real world We're not all you know, some of us are 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 you know will get better, and some of us have to live the rest of our lives with cancer. and you can't just smile and be like, it'll be okay when you're you sometimes you want to be like, this sucks. <laughs> that's the thing
0: as a therapist, that's the single worst thing that I could tell somebody that it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. I don't know that. I don't know that. At one time, I would probably suspect that your prognosis was grim.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't know. Um, even for me, um, I'm considered what it's called no evidence of disease. It means that um, the particular type of cancer is not showing up on a test. If they did a PET scan or a CT scan, you wouldn't see it but the particular type of cancer is ERPR positive, which is estrogen and progesterone positive. This particular type of cancer, um, it used to be like you hit the five or the 10-year mark. You're like, you're good. You don't have to even like, don't even worry about it. It's in the rear view mirror. My particular type of cancer, they're finding out 15, 20 years down the road, even it's popping back up again because it's just laying dormant and it's, the, the statistics are one in eight women will develop breast cancer, one in three of those women it'll metastasize and which means that it spreads throughout the body and um you can live up like stage four for much longer than you could you know years and go you're you know ten plus years, but it's still it you get an expiration date. And that's terrifying and like the fear of it coming back and, and then trying to be like, it's going to be okay. You know, you're better now. It's like, no, not thanks for thinking that, but no.
0: So how does that affect your outlook and perspective on life, Katie?
1: I think it's weird. I don't plan too far into the future anymore, <laughs> which is, I think, a, a, no, it's, it's interesting to be like, what's your five year plan? I'm like, uh, hopefully still be here. Like, and it's not a joke when I say that that's a legit goal for me is like, maybe I'll still be here. That'd be nice. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I don't plan into the future. I don't live like folks would be like, well, you know, if it comes back, you know, you should live each day like it's your last. And like, that's the worst advice you can give anybody. (laughs) Because like, if you live every day that way, that is putting such a high expectation because I have shitty days. And like, I just want to just crawl into a hole and die and I get nothing accomplished. And like, if you're like living in this like last day of your life mentality, you're like, wow, I wasted a day instead of like you, I probably needed to rest. Instead of like having that, well, you wasted a day. You in one word.
0: Who can judge that on anybody? Yeah. People can live their life. It's, it's what they want to do about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what they want to do. So, how has that? Well, talk, let's talk. How you are physically today? Tell us about it.
1: I'm. I'm. I'm really well. I'm. <laughs> I say that. And I'm like. I'm surprised. I am surprised. Um, it's. It's a lot of work to be doing as well as I am. Um, I recently went on, um, I was in Zion, Utah, and I did a 45 plus mile hike over two days Whoa. with the group. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was shocked. I trained for several months to do this, and um, which I was surprised my body did as well, responded as well to um, it the training as it did. So.
0: However, when I hear you telling us that should you get a Position in a company that offers healthcare, well, you have to take it Did you work for that company, which would opt you out of any further uh, serious treatment like you've had.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's 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 wild. I can tell you that one of my like one of this type of medication that I take twice a day. It's called Verzenio, and I take this medication twice a day. I'm on it for two and a half to three years, and. A one-month supply of this medication is $13,000 before insurance. That's one of my medications. That's not counting doctor's appointments. That's not counting anything else. Like, is that wild to just <laughs> think that I have... I UPS delivers a box worth $13,000 to my porch once a month. <laughs> it's terrifying.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's even more valuable than printer ink.
1: Right? <laughs> I was like, wow, this thing is worth more than my vehicle. <laughs> this thing it's worth more than
0: So we can talk about how outrageous that is, but I'd rather find out what permits that to happen.
1: I what well, yeah, it's and and I get that it's it's a specialty medication that is supposed to like if, if there was any hidden cancer, it's supposed to prevent it from uh reproducing, which is fantastic. And like more people should have access to this. Um but it's a little pricey. <laughs>
0: A bit, mm-hmm. so you're in this fortunate position, so if I had commercial insurance like a high marketna uh u p m c those type of plans, they probably would not cover it
1: no not no it's it's the the other weird thing about um the cancer and chemo world is people will take oral chemotherapy drugs and a lot of insurance companies um, cover that like a medication as opposed to a treatment. So there's less money put towards that, and you end up paying more out of pocket because it's like a medication versus a treatment. Well, it's
0: a well-known fact Mm -hmm. that doctors, hospitals, they don't guide medicine. Mm -hmm. They do not guide treatment. The insurance companies guide treatment.
1: Unfortunately, it's true,
0: and people are under the mistaken notion, Katie, that I have insurance, everything will be okay.
1: Yeah, I shouldn't laugh, but it's 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 so true. You just you think and you can you're like this this will be okay because I have this I pay extra for the specific insurance, and um, it's just not the case.
0: Okay, so what's the message how can you tell your story how can you continue to tell your story i mean people say oh she's so courageous oh she's so resilient oh she's so wonderful however well what can that mean going forward for you to help people i know you have a huge heart
1: i i think for me it's it's living and putting it out there like this is what i'm doing and this is how i'm choosing to live and I think that's, I don't want to be like, that's the inspirational thing, but that's the thing. Like if I, I want you to see how I'm doing and being like, wow, you know what? That's pretty cool. She's doing pretty cool things. I want to do cool things too. And that would be awesome to me. Like if it to make someone else feel like they could do something.
0: Well, it's not only cancer, it's treatment for drug addiction, it's treatment for alcoholism, it's treatment for mental health, all of these things that uh, people say, oh, isn't that a shame? And they move on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, that's too bad. So in the 12-step world, Katie, it's said in, it says in the book that our purpose is to fit ourselves, to be of maximum service to the creator and to our fellows. And it sounds like that's what you're trying to do. Because mm-hmm. that's what I see in your heart. I've known you for a while. <laughs> and I have a strong feeling that you know that that's what's important.
1: Yeah. It's it's doing what you can to help somebody else out. There's You don't... For me, going through this whole thing, it can't be for naught. Like, There's got to be something I'm going to find the good in it, whether it's telling my story and helping somebody else feel less alone. That's a lot.
0: And we're going to continue our conversation with Katie on our next podcast, which we hope you will join, and our free prescription, Fruits, Nuts, and Vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. If none of us If we are not all God's children, none of us are God's children. Do a kindness for everyone. Thank you. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.